Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. Hi, this is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Well, that was so sad. Try that again. was disappointing. <laughs> well, so we have very full Manhattan, or martini glasses, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't exactly know what's in this, other mm. than it's grenadine, club soda, cherry, vodka. vodka. So it's like a... Dirty, dirty Shirley Temple. Right, it's like a grown-up Shirley Temple. Mm-hmm. It's like a Shirley Temple Black. Indeed, it's tasty, whatever it is. But thank you for for producing this for me mm-hmm. as we attempt to drink our way through our liquor cabinet. Yeah. So, um, most of last week was like, oh, for some reason we have two bottles of sweet vermouth. Like, so it was very Manhattan heavy because I was like, let's use up at least the open bottle of mm-hmm. the sweet vermouth. Um, and now I'm like, we also have like a full bottle of grenadine that we do not often use. So, well, and it's just part of the, like taking inventory of our lives as we Mm -hmm. saunter through this. Right. So it'll be like. Hellscape of (laughs) post-apocalyptic. Cocktails with grenadine and also like, how the fuck do I use all these black beans? (laughs) There's just a lot of things we got to sort out with our lives at the moment. So, um, today, to put a sticker in thing, is the mm. last day of March oh. 2020. It's March 20 millionth. Yeah, March 20 millionth, I think, somewhere in that neighborhood. It has mm-hmm. just been... I think we're like <sighs> two and a half-ish weeks in quarantine. Something like that. March came in like a lion and was gone out like some sort of psychotic hose beast. <laughs> like, it is... Oh my gosh. It's fine. Like, truly, we are fine we really are we are fine we are healthy everyone we know as far as we know is Mm -hmm. doing okay like we are yeah we do have some friends who are pretty sure uh have coronavirus or or... had coronavirus but like they're young and so they're like "Mm, don't really get tested unless uh you're dying yeah or are rich so so that's really like the two ways you can get tested Fortunately, they're like, not the first. Unfortunately, not the second. Seriously, have you considered being super rich? It seems like it solves it a lot of problems. Like it solves a lot of problems. It really does. So, um, but we are, you know, we're two and a half weeks in. We just mm-hmm. found out yesterday that we're going to be isolating until at least the end of April. Right, right. Uh, Spoilers. At least schools don't, won't be, uh, won't mm. start again until like May 4th. Is the theory, but like our kids' last day was like May fifteenth, so we're like, no. Nope. Yeah, I don't know if that's really worth it for like field day. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. I was talking to our fifth trips. grader. I was like, you probably won't go back to that elementary school. Like, mm-hmm. you, yeah. there may be a day when you go back and pick up your stuff that's been there for six months. Right. Please tell me you brought home your lunchbox. Please, please, please. Right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I PSA. I don't know who needs to hear this, but like, make sure you know where your kid's lunchbox is. Yeah, and then like it's you, empty. You do not want to discover that shit in like a month. September when your kid goes back to school. <laughs> just throw it out. Just call it a yeah, biohazard it's, site. It's garbage. It's yeah. Just consider it toxic. Mm-hmm. But no, it's you know he. But we I did have to tell him you know you're probably not going back to your elementary right. school like. 
you know, whatever closure you were hoping to get at the end of the year and like graduation processes, which, you mm-hmm. know, like there is kind of a rite of passage and like a, yeah, they don't they, do like a full sing, graduation. They sing a little song. Apparently I was learning. <laughs> yeah. The, the whole school sings a song, but there's a verse that the school sings to the fifth graders, like mm-hmm. basically a goodbye and don't let the doorknob hit you on your way out. Right. But right. also so like, long. it's called the so long song. Yeah. But it's also just like, we really like, you're part of us. We're part mm-hmm. of you. We're excited for you. We'll miss you. Like some sore on wings like eagles. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, but stuff. But it's kind of cheesy, but at the same time, like, when he was realizing this, and mm-hmm. our daughter was singing the song to him, and he was like, oh, <laughs> oh like, that's not going to happen. Like, this tradition mm-hmm. that he's been building to for five years is not going to happen. Yeah. And he's kind of disappointed. Yeah, I mean, he's... Uh... He's grieving. Yeah, we're all grieving. We're, yeah, all the different things that are not happening. We're all in the seven stages somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, our, our eldest and our now our, our daughter are now in the stage of grieving I like to refer to as baking, mm-hmm. which has been, I can, I can live our with that stage. Our oldest is stress baking like oh my gosh. no other. Like truly, he that makes, cookies. He makes a batch of chocolate chip cookies with, with not enough chocolate chips. No. <laughs> like, I will say, it's like I followed the recipe and I was like, oh, I don't ever follow recipes for chocolate chip cookies. I like add chocolate chips until it looks right. Yeah. The The question is, how many chocolate chips do you have? Because that is you how many chocolate all, chips you like, put in. Oh, it's like it only calls for two cups. I'm like, no, you had that whole bag. <laughs> and like half that other bag you had right. the you, last time. How many chocolate chips are in the house? That's how many go in the batch. But um, we're learning. But yeah, he has been like really stress baking like i'm like you cannot bake more cookies until we eat all these cookies and then he's stress eating right but thankfully we're all stress eating so <laughs> we're so all in it as go a team pretty quickly we're doing that yes we uh we beat guacamole as a family yes it was very fun it's i mean a, i wasn't in it but other people were and they seemed to like it it's a four-player like platformer metrovania style if that means things but um it you power up and you jump around and you beat things up mm-hmm. and it's really great art style it's really fun music it's really funny story like yeah it's a great it's a great little thing i really enjoy it and mm-hmm. uh turns out my kids really enjoyed it so we beat that together Everybody as a family it. it's a giant four-player cooperative game yeah and the art style is like it's r- fantastic it's, yeah it's great so you're a luchador who can switch in and out of the uh, realm of the dead so it's got like those um like Spanish or Mexican skull masks and it's really fantastic. It's great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so other than that, it's just kind of been a week. We're getting the hang of forced homeschooling, which is I mean, are we? No. No. I think <laughs> uh this is the first week where our kids have had like uh real uh online assignments in earnest. Like mm-hmm. the first week was like well here's some stuff but we're technically we're um, technically on snow days use yeah using our snow days and then the next week was spring break and then this week is like all right we gotta learn some shit but i do appreciate because what our teachers ended up doing was kind of using it as a way to phase in Mm -hmm. and kind of experiment like the first week was like we're gonna try some stuff and see how it works and you could tell like some of the things were like nope some of the things were like oh that was really good right it was like does everybody have access this is everybody getting my emails you know like a really, lot of like yeah. setting out feelers yeah and it was really just kind of a, a dry run of what this week is now and it's mm-hmm. going from a 
tech perspective pretty well. Mm-hmm. From a communications perspective, it's pretty good. Like, God bless you teachers who from got a, thrown into this. my kids reading the goddamn directions standpoint. Oh, no, that's awful. And it's going exactly as it always has gone, which is like, like, I didn't read the directions. I only did half the assignment. Oh, I forgot to do this. But it's too late because I already <laughs> turned it And it's my in. teacher's fault. <laughs> Buddy, buddy, read me, read me the directions out loud and then show me where you did that direction. Right, right. And see how it says here to like take a picture of your, you know, whatever workbook and send that to your teacher. Did you do that? Oh, I didn't do that. So you didn't do the assignment. (laughs) No, I did part of the assignment. Yeah. Well, the part that actually gets you the grade you didn't do. So Mm -hmm. there's no way to prove you did the other stuff. Uh, Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, but our local teachers are fucking killing it. Like, they truly, cheers. I would buy you all a beer. Or whatever drink you want. Like, I... I if would... you're my kid's teacher and you're listening to this, like, I owe you a drink. Or several. Or several. Yeah, I did see someone um, post, it's like, a bunch of parents about to find out it is not their teacher's <laughs> fault. <laughs> yep. I mean, truth. It's truth. true. So. Oh, uh, yeah. But it's been, like, fine. Um, some of our kids are getting real antsy about not talking to humans. Like, who don't live in this house. Our oldest in particular um, mm-hmm. had a online Cub Scout meeting. It was and he adorable. was jazzed. Oh, <laughs> jazzed, yeah. Jazzed, jazzed, to talk to people who don't live in his house. <laughs> like, so excited. He was. I see that hand. Like a puppy. We had a uh, phone call with our pastor today, and it was, like, one of the highlights <laughs> of my week. That's so funny to me. Because, um, I mean, generally, you're, like, very on the I hate people train. You know what? As an introvert, I feel the need to recharge when I'm around people. Turns mm-hmm. out, I am plenty charged. <laughs> Currently. Currently, I am Currently. full. I am topped off. Right. I need. Right. I could probably use a I little social interaction to take the edge off. Another friend who was like, "I thought I was a homebody, and it turns out I'm. A, I want to do what the fuck I want, body. <laughs> like, yes. I don't want anybody telling me what to do. <laughs> like, it's just that I always before had the option to go out or stay home, mm-hmm. and I would like to pick stay home, but I appreciate being included. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like. I want to go out. Right, right. Like, not necessarily to see people. I just, like, I would really, like, just like to go out somewhere with a reason. (laughs) So, like, I feel like as an extrovert, I'm doing pretty well, Mm -hmm. actually. (laughs) You are. Um, So, like, I'm an extrovert. When I have parties, my whole family bitches the whole time. And yeah. today, they were like, when we're done with quarantine, we're going to have the biggest fucking party. <laughs> I was like... Like, everybody we know is coming over. I was over. like, sure. <laughs> like, here for it. I'm not not here for it. But we'll see. I mean... In June. In June, after, like, the slow burn of getting back online and getting society... Right. right. I assume it's going to ramp back up slowly, where it's like, okay, we're not going to open schools, but we're going to, like... Open the library. Like, we're not gonna... And you guys can be good. Right. Like, like, and let's see how you guys deal with, like, library privileges for two weeks. And if the library turns into a fucking rave, I'm shutting this thing down. Like, it is truly, like... <laughs> it's like coming back from being grounded. Right. When you, like, slowly reintroduce privileges. <laughs> yes. It's 
Like, you guys really fucked this up for everybody. Right. Right. And if you guys can't, like, fucking handle library hour, then guess what? (laughs) We're not even talking about the bars. Right. Like, I'm keeping the bars closed. (laughs) So, for all of you out there, please do not screw this up. I feel like I'm, like, in kindergarten and we could all lose recess if you don't stop talking. So, just Mm -hmm. stop talking. Like, I'm using my forced mind to, like, stop. Everyone, just stay home. Just stay home. Be good. Be safe. I will say in Ohio, we have had four or five straight days of under 20% gain. Which is good. Which is really good. That is signs that our approaches are working probably because mm-hmm. places, other places are not seeing that. So hopefully we continue to see slow gain in mm-hmm. the numbers, you know, doubling every five days as opposed to which every is great, two days. We were, yeah, we were doubling every two days for a bit. So, you know. Hopefully we can see things slow down, we can see things stop, and eventually reverse. That's the goal. That is the goal. But yeah, I'm starting to set up like Zoom conferences for my children, because they're losing their goddamn minds. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I have some other friends who are like, what are you guys watching on TV? And I was like, oh man, you guys watch TV? You're so lucky. Uh, I have no time between like working from home and involuntarily homeschooling my children, but I still manage to drink and watch TV because I am an overachiever. Right. We have watched three episodes of that Tiger King show. Mm. That is a fantastic train wreck. That, oof, boy. Uh, you've started watching Shit's Creek. I love Shit's Creek. <laughs> Seems great. It's great. Um, and... We're still watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Occasionally we throw in, like, a drunk history. I'm still, mm. like, a year and a half behind on the Orville, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> and tonight we watched a kid's show. Yes. It was great. It was, of course, uh, Deadpool Jr. It, it was Detective Pikachu. Yeah, but since he's voiced by Ryan Reynolds... And he is truly the same character... He in is, everything he plays. <laughs> he is Ryan Reynolds. Like, he is Ryan Reynolds playing himself. In this movie, Ryan Reynolds is snarky. Right. And somehow charmingly so. Mm-hmm. Self-deprecating, possibly immortal. Like, Right, right. There's so many options. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, tonight we watched Detective Pikachu. It is, um, it's weird. It is a weird film. Okay. It is the top second top grossing video game movie of all time. Is the first top grossing like Sonic the Hedgehog it is or the something new Sonic. like garbage. I don't understand how the Sonic the Hedgehog movie can be better than this movie. <laughs> James Marsters in a road trip film with a CG character. Oh god, James Marsters, what did you do to the film gods to put you in this position? Yeah. Like I don't know, Cyclops. You could could have been the next Matthew McConaughey. You could have been, but yet here we are. And yet. (laughs) Well, I mean, Ryan Reynolds is in this one, and honestly, why? Mm. Like... Because he's great. He's the voice of Pikachu. Right, okay. A Pikachu. So, a Pikachu. So, this movie uh, starts with, like... It's two boys trying to catch a Cubone. They're um, older, though. They're like... So, okay. The one you can tell is a Pokemon trainer because he has a hat. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, Pokemon trainer. 
has like a baseball hat. He has like a and, and like fingerless gloves. And fingerless gloves. And the other guy is like an insurance adjuster. And they they were out just like trying to like whatever talk. Mm-hmm. Like have you know like catch up before the one guy leaves town before the guy in the hat right. leaves town. And uh, the and they're like walking in the woods. And they come upon a Cubone, and he's like, tell me that this was not about getting me a Pokemon. And he was like, I thought you could use a Pokemon. And I'm like, Cubone's perfect. He's like, lonely. He wears the skull of his dead mother. Like, you guys would really, like, vibe. Like, he's emo and shit. And, like, you're emo and shit. Like, yeah. I think I think you guys would really get along. He's like, like you should you, just, buddy. You should just try to catch him for, like, old man, for old time's sake. Like, when you wanted to be a uh, Pokemon trainer, but, like, that part of you died through some kind of, like, tragic backstory. I don't want to talk about my tragic backstory. <laughs> right. And so, he pretty much uses the, I don't want to talk about my tragic backstory. Like, like pretty unquote. much, yeah. So, this one has a weird thing that I felt the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, usually you you get these shows where it's, like, teenagers who are played by, like, 30-year-olds. See also High School Musical 2. Mm-hmm. But... In this one, I feel like this guy that's supposed to be an insurance adjuster... He's 21. He's supposed to be 21, but he looks like he's, like, 18. Right. 17, 18 also, tops. do you know any 21-year-old insurance adjusters? No. No. That's a, Well, mostly because that is a... You, you have to have a college degree job. Right. Okay, so I had a college degree job at, like, 22. Like, I think I mm. was... Probably one of the more... You also had a college degree, so... Yes, I also had a tw- college degree at 22. Like, at 22, I had a job in which um, I was, like, easily the youngest person on the floor, and people were like, aren't you a little young to be an engineer? And I was like, well, yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> but, like, yeah, this kid looks like he's maybe oh, like 19. Maybe 19. But, like, there seems to be a lot of that in this, which I think harkens back to kind of the Pokemon philosophy, which is like, mm-hmm. you're eight, it's time to go out and see the world, here's an electric rat, good right. luck. Right, go, you know, seek your fortune across the sea. Yes, like, <laughs> don't come back until you've caught don't all come back 151. Don't until you've caught 150 Pokemon. By the way, some of them are mythical and some of them are extinct, so you'll right. never actually be able to like catch them. like, actually fucking God. It's like... <laughs> Was that as a adjective or an uh, verb? No, like one it created the whole Pokemon. Yes. Okay, cool. So as an adverb. Right. Not as an actual verb. Because that would be weird. Is the creator of all Pokemons is like the little Pokemon god. Sure. And like an eight-year-old can, can control him and force him to do his bidding. It's a weird mythos. It is. <laughs> so, um... You're kind of thrown into this world, and this kid's walking around, and they're out in the countryside where mm-hmm. Pokemon are wild. Right, they live in the wild. And so you can capture them with a Pokeball and mm-hmm. make it your pet Pokemon. And they do say, like, just this tiny little bit, like, the Pokemon has to choose you, too. Yeah. And so, there's, um, there's like, a tiny bit of Pokemon buy-in Yeah. in this, like, human Pokemon trainer relationship. Yeah, a little bit. Just a just a tiny, tiny bit. Just a token amount just of consent. A, yeah, a token, token amount of consent. <laughs> so, just to make the humans feel better, I think. Mm-hmm. So, he... F- so He tries to catch the Cubone and it doesn't work. The right. Cubone tries to escape because he's like, fuck you. He tries <laughs> like, to kick his ass. It's great. Right. He runs away scared. And he runs away scared. Uh, and then 
um, he he kind of gets back to where he has signal, and that's when he finds out he's got a phone call from Rhyme City Police. Right, he has five missed uh, voicemails, and he's like, "Who would leave me a voicemail?" Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's the it's the cops mm-hmm. who are trying to tell him his dad died in this weird scene that was actually the opening credits that right. where this Mewtwo breaks out of confinement and blows up a car and it's weird. Right. So, they, yeah, there's this, like, lab where they're working on Mewtwo. And my kids are like, oh, that's Mewtwo. Mewtwo's not really a real Pokemon. He's a Pokemon engineered by humans with, like, Mew DNA. And I was like, how the fuck do you know all this? They've actually watched the majority <laughs> of the Pokemon cartoons. So... The Pokemon cartoons is, like, 90% walking to another city. Yes. 5% getting your ass kicked. Uh-huh. And then, like... Five percent other plot. I mean, yes, pretty much. It's exactly like Pokemon Go. <laughs> it is. Just walk, walk, walk. Just so much walking. Disappointment. Walk, walk, walk. <laughs> and then you run out of Pokeballs. <laughs> they have uh, uh, Niantic, the company that makes Pokemon Go, has been mm-hmm. you know posting. They're like, we are updating and reconfiguring all the algorithms for Pokemon. For Pokemon, stay the stay fuck the home. Fuck home. <laughs> like, do not go. Pokemon, do not infect. We're gonna- we're gonna, Your other Pokemon friends. We will basically give you unlimited Pokeballs if you just stay the <laughs> fuck home. I love it. And I we will it. like... Are there really that many more people playing Pokemon right now? I thought like Pokemon Go was like a big peak and then like there's like two more people playing Pokemon. It's still relatively popular, but it's Is not it? It's not as popular as it was that one that summer. That one summer that everyone played Pokemon. I feel like that summer was the ap- opposite of what we're doing right now. <laughs> Yes. Like that one magical everyone, summer. Everyone is all playing Pokemon and stay home. You would just right like now. walk outside and there'd be people on the street waving and you'd talk to them and you'd see, you know, there'd be right. rumors around the neighborhood about where there were specific Pokemon right. being spotted. And it was like super exciting and new and you met neighbors. And now we're like, fuck that shit. Lock the doors. Like, right. Right. we have completely gone the opposite of right. that. Someone is on the street and you're like, I'm going to cross the other side of the street because that is the right thing to do. And like, we'll make awkward. <laughs> eye contact and wave right. like I'm not being antisocial if you have a real long leash I will pet the hell out of your dog <laughs> yeah there's that and I'm like oh my gosh you're the best you're the best puppy what's your stupid name <laughs> you're very then, abusive to I, dogs and then they'll yell their stupid name it's like it's Bello like, and you're like oh my gosh Bello that's the best name <laughs> but um but anyway so uh our our hero um Tim Tim yeah he has to go back to Rhyme City. To Rhyme City. To deal with the fallout of his dad passing of his away. his father's uh, impending, yeah. No, he's dead, we I think. Mean, yes, his dead-ish. Spoilers, but... Yes. And, like, he meets his dad's co-worker, partner, friend. Yes, so he goes to the police station. Yeah. And I guess his dad was, like, a big-timey uh, detective. And they're like, your dad was amazing. He was the best. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I guess he was a great detective, but he was, like fucking terrible father and they're like yeah you know yeah i mean the fact that i've never met you in the like 20 years i knew your father probably indicates some bad stuff right like i mean also like you haven't really talked to him since you were 11 you know so like i feel like everybody's kind of an asshole here but this is not the time right nor the place right and you're grieving um and so the the partner ken watanabe ken watanabe uh is like, yeah, your dad was one of the best. And he's like, yeah, I mean, whatever. Do you have keys to his apartment? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, here, sure. I don't 
care how close you are with your coworkers. They don't have fucking keys to your apartment. Also, it's one of the unless, unless they were lovers. Ooh. Right? Ryan Reynolds, Ken Watanabe, fanfic. Yes. I'm shipping it. Make it happen. <laughs> Make it happen, Interweb. I'm sure Ryan's in. <laughs> yeah. So like what what coworker would just have like keys to Your apartment? Their, yes. Well, I mean, I don't know. There's, I, I, I was gonna say there's random people I know that have my keys, but there's not no, actually. There's there like my isn't. next door neighbors. Like that's <laughs> if you need keys to my house, I have keys, and our like next door neighbor has keys. <laughs> I think my mom. And you're like, has yeah, a key. I think your mom and your your mom your mom has keys because there's the chance she's like our th- like quadrant tertiary like quadrary yeah like, like quadrary uh, something bad happens come get our ki- kids right and yeah so she needs to be able to get in but like. Yeah, like our next door neighbor has them because I will lose my keys. The garage door will be busted and I'll be like, hi. Like, oh, man. Can you let me in? I'll be like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But he goes, so the kid goes, Tim goes to the apartment. Right. Goes starts to the apartment, rifling around stuff. Finds a 21st birthday card. Yeah. That the dad like was going to send and yeah. didn't send. Or maybe like his birthday's coming up. I think it's coming up. And so he didn't. Hadn't sent it yet. Hadn't but it was an it invitation yet, but it was to like come. Ready. And it had a train ticket. Yeah. For like an undisclosed date. I don't know. Can you buy a train ticket for like any time? In Pokemon City, you can. In Pokemon City, you can. In Rhyme City. Yeah. By the way, we need to back up a little bit and describe Rhyme City because. Oh. Um, it is a paradise where they've got Pokemon and humans living together. Like, right, you, living and working together. Yeah, you don't own Pokemon in Rhyme City. You don't fight the Pokemon. The Pokemon right. are just equal citizens. Right, they and are And we show co- them respect and love. Whatevering. Yeah. They're, they're, they're equal. Right. That's fine. But they're not equal like living in nature. Like, we still took their habitat and was like, we'll put in high rises. It'll be fine. <laughs> Psyduck will be fine. He'll love it here. And yeah. Psyduck is like, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I relate. But mm-hmm. that's truth. Um, but they, yeah. So there's this whole thing where he he's investigating the apartment. He finds a vial of, like, purple gas that he opens and it sprays all over and goes right. outside the window. Right. And the purple gas make the Pokemon go batshit. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a whole thing where they right. just go crazy. And it turns the little, like... I don't remember what they're called. Those little, like, purple monkey... A-palms. A-plums? Palm. Palms. I believe A-palm. I don't know. So it makes the... A palms go like fucking crazy, uh, but there, it's outside the window, so he doesn't really notice at first. Yep. And also, in his father's apartment, is a Pikachu. Yeah, it's a Pikachu, which is of course wearing a little Sherlock Holmes deerstalker. A Sherlock Holmes deerstalker hat. Nothing else, because Pikachu doesn't wear clothes. <laughs> yes. Which he calls out. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not modest. Right, right. He's like, I don't even have underwear on, but I have this hat. <laughs> Which I feel like was also possibly just somebody pointing a microphone at Ryan Reynolds and seeing what happened. And just being like, talk just about Just talk about, Pokemon. yeah, you're, um, you're a Pokemon in a Sherlock Holmes hat and nothing else. Right. Go. So uh, he talks and the guy understands him and he's like, that's weird. Normally Pokemon just say their name. And he's like, I know. Normally I say a bunch of shit and people just think I say Pika, 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 Pika. 
And they're like, oh, you're so cute. He's like, I got things. I got I got shit I need to say, man. Right. I want to get my right. so story out this, there. Right, so they this, like, quantum cosmic connection. Right. And uh, the Pikachu is like, this means something. And Tim is like, I don't know. Like, I've been through a lot. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm you processing might, a lot of things like, right I now. I feel like you might just be, like, an overactive... Uh, thing in my imagination like I've been through a lot of trauma I probably need to like have some noodles and go to bed and this is just this is just a lot mm-hmm. and so as he's kind of processing this, the apoms that went ape shit right come in and like start tearing it up and there's this whole like chase scene of him yes and and Pikachu, and Pikachu trying to get, get trying away to get from away. them which ends up like the the gas kind of just wears off at it does wear off after the end, a while. And the kid's just like, okay, so... What the fuck was that? And Pikachu's like, well, let's just go back up to the apartment and figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And also when the kid had wasn't walking in, he met Lucy. Who oh, was yeah. a reporter. He, wa- he was walking into the apartment. The he opens the mail slot. Yep. And there's like a bunch of mail. And then he just closes it. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, what is he going to do with it? I don't want to deal with all this mail right now. Like, I'll deal with it later. Yeah. And she's like, ah, you are the one that opened the mail slot. I've been waiting here for you. I'm like, how the fuck long have you been waiting here? So fucking long. And she's like, I'm Lucy. And my kids are like, she's important. She got a name in the first three minutes. <laughs> I was like, truth. You're not wrong. Truth. <laughs> so, um, but she, she disappears promptly after that right. scene. She was like, I mean, they make a listicles about like the cutest Pokemon newsflash. They're all cute. Like, yeah. but it's such a waste of my talent. Like uh, I'm some, a real big investigator. I'm, yeah. Like I'm a real investigative reporter, hair toss, hair toss. Right. And, uh, yeah. well, also she seems like she's like 15. Yes. Everyone. Also, we're old. We are so, old. So like when we see like legit 23 year olds, they are like fucking children to us. <laughs> so young. So, I mean, that's part of it, too. Such good skin, such functional livers. I know. I know. All the things we don't have Was right I now. ever that long? I young. mean... Was I ever that young? Statistically, yes. I meant to one point. <laughs> so, then, like... So... They start investigating what's going on. Right. So Pikachu... P- so, Pikachu basically convinces him, like, look, I got my memory wiped somehow. All I have is this deerstalker hat... With your dad's, uh, like, name in it. So, that has to mean something, right? Right. So, we gotta figure out, like, why I'm here, why my mystery is here. And he's like, well, I mean, I'm trying to figure out, like, my dad died. (laughs) I'm just trying to figure out what that means. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what that means Why can I hear talking Pikachu? Yeah. Like. What's with that? I'm just gonna stay the night here and figure out what happened. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and then probably head out. So he wakes up in the morning. Yeah. And Pikachu has, like, fully, He's... uh, like, crazy string with papers everywhere. Yeah, he's, like, And a million, cu- a million cups of coffee. Yeah. Like, full, full-on conspiracy theory. <laughs> Trying to unwind what's going on and who's right. connected and why is it happening. Right. And he was like, I have a plan. Yeah. And the plan is, like, to go to this Pokemon fighting underground Pokemon fighting place to look for I answers. first... Oh, no, it's the Mr. Mime thing. No, before that. Before oh. that, they go to the guy that made Rhyme City, who is also the, like, gross old uh, rock star in Love Actually. <laughs> yes, indeed. Gross old love star 
and uh, in love actually. Bill uh, Knightley, yeah, 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 that he, guy to like figure out what's going on, and he's like, yeah, your dad was trying to fix some stuff and get some stuff right, and right, I don't really know what happened, but mm-hmm. apparently there was a Mewtwo, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I watched this movie. Yeah, I don't remember this movie. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, oh, I do have a note. Um, so he was raised by his grandma. He hasn't right. talked to his dad in years. Right. It's like the beginning of a Christmas movie, and my kids are always like, "Why are all the parents always dead?" And I was like, "Lazy writing." Yep, indeed. And Lazy my kids writing. were like, "Makes sense." Um, so he, when he walks into his dad's house, uh, the TV is on. Right. But his dad died in a car crash. Days ago. Days ago. So he just left the TV on for fucking days? Well, I mean, there's a pet Pikachu in there. Maybe it's just... Maybe the Pikachu watched the movie and he's watching that crazy made-up western from Home Alone. Gangster. It's a gangster film. <laughs> Angel, angels with no wings or whatever. Right. Right, which, which is Keep the a, change, which is a filthy animal. Which is a made-up right. Western movie for Home Alone. Yeah, it's a gangster film. But gangster yes, film, whatever. It's not a Western. It's got a Tommy gun. I mean, they're all the same movie. I mean... Come at me, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, I'm, so I'm trying to get the, the plot right. I think he hits the mime... Like, they're trying to look for clues. That's when they find the mime, and they had this whole weird interrogation theme. Speaking of Tarantino. Right. So they have to interrogate a mime. Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime is a Pokemon. Who is a mime. Who is a mime. Exclusive to France, or to England, or to Europe. He's exclusive to Europe if you're playing Pokemon Go. You can only get him in Europe. Okay. But he, uh... But he also kind of sucks. Yeah, he does. He could make invisible walls, and that's, like, his only power well he like tries to get away by running in place and then riding a make-believe motorcycle mm-hmm. but then they take him into um like a room and they're interrogating him and the way they end up getting him to talk is they pretend that they've got him in a box mm-hmm. covered in gasoline and they cover him in gasoline again very very Tarantino. fucking dark <laughs> and then you know the kid is pretending to light matches mm-hmm. and hold it close to him and at the very end, he's got a lit match. He's pretending he has a lit match in his hand mm-hmm. and forgets he has it there because, you know, he's not a great mime. And right. he drops it and you hear the foof of the gasoline going up. I'm like, did they just fucking kill that mime? Yes. Yes. I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. So, um, yeah, that whole scene uh, brings was... up real, real issues in Pokemon human like relations. The fact that they have not overthrown the humans and murdered all of us is just bonkers. Indeed, cuz they are obviously sentient. They are obviously capable of thought and planning and mm-hmm. action and volition. Mm-hmm. Like they should And we're be... like, you know what? Cockfights. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> You know what we're going to do with this whole race of amazing like creatures with uh intelligence and sentient and power? We're going to just like Make them fight for fun. And entertainment. Like, we're going to make them fight for the entertainment of fucking children. Yeah, sounds great. 
But this is, but they do use Mr. Mime to figure out where these cockfights are being held, mm-hmm. um, which is when they go. So in Rhyme City, in most of the other cities, uh, Pokemon battle, battle is legal and it's like a normal part of the culture. Right. But in Rhyme City, where Pokemon are like free. Quote unquote. Uh, to be, you know, insurance adjusters like the rest of us terrible humans. <laughs> yeah, they've got uh, underground fight they have scenes. Underground fighting, yeah. And so they go there and they meet up with, um, uh, like the underbelly of the world. Mm-hmm. And Lucy's there, but she's like all in black with sunglasses on. It's really weird. Oh, she's like pretending not to be there. Yeah, like she's like doing some deep investigative some, like, reporting. Yeah, or deep something. investigative reporting. Even though she's like. An intern, essentially, at BuzzFeed. Yeah, Like, basically. making listicles. She's, like, basically... Yeah, she's basically a TMZ gossip reporter. <laughs> right. No offense, TMZ dog. No, if you're a TMZ gossip reporter, like, really, you have a much, much cooler job than I have. Like, it's fine. I... No shade. Yeah, but anyway. Um, but he kind of gets... Uh, the kid and the and the Pikachu get cornered by a, a dude with no shirt and a Charizard. Right, and he has a coat. He has a coat. He has a coat. In, yeah, like... Um, Pikachu at one point is like, all I can see is like anger and nipples. Right, so many nipples. <laughs> and it's, but they he wants to have a rematch against mm-hmm. Pikachu, who is like, uh, I don't remember. I don't the remember match. anything. So, so he's like, well, maybe okay, fine. You know, we'll rematch you. We won last time, but uh, if we win, you got to answer all my questions. Right. I don't even think he says he needs to win. I think he just wants the rematch. Like, he's like, I'll answer all your questions for a rematch. And uh, the Pikachu's like, bring it on. I can do this. <laughs> I've won before. I can win again. But, and, yeah. So they start the fight. First off. And Pikachu's like, uh, I don't really know what to do. And Tim's like, you should do this and this and this and this. And he's like, since when did you become a Pokemon trainer? He's like, I don't know. It was like a hobby when I was like a little kid. But I was actually like really fucking terrible at it. I was just good at the books part. <laughs> Which makes sense, like, because nobody actually knows how to play Pokemon. Mm-hmm. They all only just know how to, like... They just know how to read the books. Yeah, or, like, look at the cards and be like, hey, and this one has three moves. Um, but they start to fight, but right before the fight, the the guy with the Charizard, or Charmander, Char, big one, Charizard. Charizard. Uh, hits him with the, the purple gas, the R. The purple gas. The purple gas is called R. Yep. and Like, it, the letter R. Yep, and it makes him go, makes... Charizard go crazy. Yeah, it makes the Pokemon go into like a crazed state. Right. Where he's um like really ramps up the fight or flight into like all fight. So mm. you have like a faster attack and a stronger attack, but a little less logic. Yeah, you're you're evil. Yeah, just craziness. So um Pikachu tries to do his moves, but can't remember how to do any of them. Just doesn't know. He's like, I don't know how to use my powers. Turns out I'm a terrible Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it turns out. And so uh, the kid has to like break into the arena to try to stop it. Mm-hmm. And the owner of the Charizard breaks in to try to stop the kid. Right. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? That Charizard is like hopped up on meth. And <laughs> yeah, you've got a PCP charged Pokemon, right. you should right. not you need, be in a cage with him. You need to be him. the fuck out of this arena. Yeah, and as he's trying to rescue the kid, gets thrown by the Charizard, and he lands, and his jacket was apparently full of vials of R. Mm-hmm. So he just turns into this purple cloud. 
And right. then the Charizard and then, flaps around and distributes it. Right, and then all the Pokemon in all the stands who are, like, betting on... Because mm-hmm. they're just regular members of society. Right. They can come and illegally bet on these fucking cockfights. Right. <laughs> and so the Pokemons go nuts. Everything's going crazy. Uh, yeah, there's it's crazy. There is a... Uh, what is it called? The uh, Magikarp. The there's fish. a Magikarp that gets enraged. It's mm-hmm. like... Think about a really psychotic goldfish. Mm-hmm. Like, it's completely... And they're like, ugh, Magikarp is the worst. And you're like, no, you can evolve the Magikarp into, like, whatever. Gyarados. Sure. My kids know all of these uh, terms. And they're like, and Gyarados is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, but the uh, the... And that's what happens is that guy evolves into a Jardis and just basically wipes the floor with everybody. Everybody gets kind of blown out into the street where mm-hmm. the cops are there and just arresting people. Cause... Right, and like you're arrested for illegal Pokemon fighting. Yep. And then um, the kid gets taken in and is like, listen. Into the same precinct where his father worked. Yeah. How big is Rhyme City? Undisclosed, but it seems rather large. But Yeah, I would think It's very like, urban, but it might just be small. Not that big if... The if it happens to be that the same people busting illegal Pokemon fighting is your dad's old ex human well, partner, it's also possible he just got yanked into the same precinct and mm-hmm. they're like, "Hey, like um, I don't know that kid. Let me like I'll take him." You know, uh, you're you know that one guy, like the cop, his son's here, mm-hmm. and I think I mean he's in a bad spot. Like, like we I'm probably gonna, need I'm to intercept talk some him. Sense into him. Like, he probably doesn't need to get arrested, but he just needs to be, like, not For real. Like, I know you're going through a lot. Yeah. But the kid is not very respectful, not very cool with it. It's just like, fuck off. So, so, uh, they realize that the Pokemon at Ryan Reynolds is the dad's Pokemon partner. Right. Everybody in this world has a Pokemon partner except for Tim. Right. Tim is like, I don't know, I've never been real tight with Pokemon. (laughs) Like, me and Pokemon just don't ever work out. Mm -hmm. And, um, he was like, if my dad's Pokemon partner survived, then there's a chance my dad survived. Mm -hmm. And, like, maybe, maybe my dad's still alive. And he's like, I know Denial's strong and, like, yeah. You're, like, in some shit right now, but, like, you you have to let this go. Your father's fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't want to show you this, but, like, here's some uh, footage of the, the, car the crash. crash. And, like, nobody, nobody could have survived this. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of leaves, and he's kind of defeated, but he gets this, as they're kind of leaving the station, him and, and Pikachu. Mm-hmm. This black car drives up, and it's like this big SUV mm-hmm. with tinted windows. And I do appreciate uh, Pikachu looking at it and goes, oh, that's the bad guy car. Oh, that's a bad guy car. And Lucy steps out and, and just beckons them in. Mm-hmm. And she everybody gets in, and they go, this is when they go and see the mayor guy. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what's his head? The I don't know what is Harold? Harold. Howard. 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 And Howard is the guy that started up the city, but he's in a wheelchair. Right. So Howard uh, got this kind of crazy genetic debilitating disease uh, young, like right. as a young man. And as soon as he got this disease, he started like pouring his life into like how he could make life better for both humans and Pokemon together. Because like Pokemon could evolve into like a better form of themselves and he wanted that for humans and he wanted to like learn how to become, how to become 
I a mean, better it, human it's the, through it's, Pokemon relations. It's a bad guy origin story, and right. you're really led to think he is the bad guy in the story because... I mean, he is. He is the bad guy in the story. But, <laughs> um, spoilers. <laughs> but uh, he gives you this story about how, like, his son is really the bad guy and is trying to, like, he's right, developing R and trying to figure out how to make his life Mewtwo. into, like, human-Pokemon relations, but his son was, like, bitter and didn't love that his dad, like, wasn't around and shit. And, yeah, and this is totally speaking Tim's language. He gets it. And Tim is like, I get that. My dad wasn't around and shit. Like. Yep. And so he's like, all right, this guy's kind of an asshole. But, like, it, like he was an asshole obsessed with Pokemon and his son went evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was obsessed with Pokemon. Maybe I could fix some things. Right. And so he's going to try to figure out what's going on. Also... Howard shows him, like, this hologram projection of his dad's crash where some weird shit happens. And he's like, I don't know, but your dad was alive for mm-hmm. for a little bit after this accident before the camera cut out. Right. And I hired your dad to figure out what was happening with R. Right. And it turns out, like, my son was behind R the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, turns out they, um, like, he... he he meets up big back up with Lucy and they decide to go like invade this lab that had an incident and shut down the same night that Tim's dad died. Right. And right. so maybe the answer's in there and there's a whole like mission impossible, mm-hmm. like searching for information and facts. Right. And then there's a bunch of like holograms of the past that right. they can just like leaf through and like, let's go back to last Tuesday. Let's yeah. go back to whatever. And that's when they realized that this lab was trying to make a Mew. A Mewtwo. Mewtwo, which is the Mew, which was the oldest, like, god Pokemon. I mean, it's not the goddess of god Pokemon. True. That's something else. That's apparently some 12-year-old can capture and have him do his bidding. <laughs> right. But this thing is, like, a really powerful Pokemon. Yeah, that it's a legendary creating. Pokemon. It's based on the DNA of a Mew, but it is a human-created thing. Like, it was never a thing before yeah. humans were like, let's make this monster. In this in this world, humans play God, and it goes badly. Guys, when will we learn? We won't. Never. We're never going to stop trying to be God. <laughs> so, um, they're investigating. At one point, um, these, like, ninja frogs get released on them. Yes. And they have to defeat the ninja frogs, which are weird, and I don't they escape. remember how they defeat the ninja frogs. And they end Something. up, like, running out the side of the the research lab, now knowing that this lab was up to no good, and his right. dad was involved in it somehow. And they get to uh, the countryside, and it turns out the countryside is mm-hmm. just nothing but really big fucking Pokemon. Right. So they're giant... Wait. Like, mountainous Pokemon. Because in this Pokemon lab, they had, like, like growth, crazy growth serum. Right. And a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and so apparently the growth serum created, yeah, mountains. I, don't, t- I didn't recognize that kind of Pokemon, though. I don't know. The kind I of crazy Pokemon. My kids seem to recognize it. Yeah. So. It kind of looks like an Ankylosaur with a mountain on its back. I mean, yeah, just, it's just a real big fucking turtle. Yeah, basically. Um, and... Um, in the kind of weird escape, mm-hmm. uh, Pikachu gets hurt real bad. Pikachu gets injured. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Tim, who is used to talking to Pikachu like a human, because, like, him and Pikachu speak the same language. Right. Uh, sees a Bulbasaur and is like, hey, I need you to help me. Like, I need, I need help. And Lucy's like, 
I don't think the Pokemon can understand what you're what you're saying. And he's like, yes, but Pokemon can like, they're like empaths. They can like feel our feelings. Like he knows what I'm feeling, and mm-hmm. he'll help me if I like open my heart to like commune with, with the, the thing Pokemon. Yeah, something. So the fact that no Pokemon can understand their human trainer makes this so much more fucked up. It does. It really does. <laughs> like, or the fact that the they can understand the human trainers, but the human trainers completely disavow that knowledge right. and just ignore it. Oh, it's right. messed up, folks. It's so messed, it's messed up. up. But um, but he's trying to find Tim's trying to find somebody that'll help him with. He's like, you have to help me help uh, heal Pokemon. Yeah, and so the Bulbazar take him into the woods with these like glowy. Uh, I don't know mushroom Pokemon. I don't know what they're like spores. They're like real glowy spores. Yeah, I don't know what they are. <laughs> and um And so they're like following the glowy spores and the whatever and they put Pokemon in the middle of this like glen with and like a expect stone altar with, thing. Like a a hundred percent a stone altar where he will be sacrificed. Yes. Um I've seen this movie. Right. Uh to to the little glowy mushroom things, and then the glowy mushroom things all disappear, and Mewtwo comes out, and like exposits, and like yes, first first he like hovers him, mm-hmm. and then he puts him down, and f- of course Tim thinks that he's killing him because he's like you killed my father, and now you're killing his Pokemon, like it's on, and Mew's like no bro, like this mm-hmm. is not this is not my life, like. He healed Pikachu and was like, thanks, Peeks. Like, I'll see you later. And then Pikachu has, like, a flashback of uh, helping the Mew to escape. Right. The Mewtwo. Right. Well, it also turns out that, like, as Mewtwo is healing Pikachu right at the very end, all of a sudden Mewtwo gets, like, kidnapped by the bad guy's son. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, like, uh, Tim's a little conflicted by that, but whatever. Right, and um, but he thinks maybe he's capturing an evil Pokemon, which is right. Like, and he was like, "Well, I guess you know he's dangerous. Like he has to live his life in a box." But Pikachu's a little not so great about that. Right, and Pikachu's like, "I don't know. I just remembered. Like, apparently, I sold your father out. So, like, I'm fucking terrible. Like, something you else is going on here. Something else is going around here. You shouldn't be around me. Like, yeah. I'm dangerous." And so they go their separate ways. Pikachu is walking back and he sees the crash site. And that's when he figures out, like, it was the frog ninjas that caused the accident, not Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. And Mewtwo is trying to save them. Yeah. And at the very end, he realizes, wait, what happened was that the dad was really critically injured. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, Pikachu said, you know, you can transfer... The dad's soul mm-hmm, into me, me for now, for now, for safekeeping, and that's why I can't remember anything, and nothing makes sense, and nothing works. But that's I'm, also why I can, I can talk, talk to, to his son. son, and he's like, "Holy crap! I got to go find Tim." Also, uh, meanwhile, Tim yeah. goes to the old man mm-hmm. and is like, "Hey, I know your son's an asshole," and he's like, "Yeah, it turns out I raised an asshole. It happens." Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's like, but, like, I have a great plan. And they have this, like, Pokemon parade. Yeah. It's the 10th annual Pokemon parade. 
It happens, quote, at the weekend. Sure. Quote. And I was like, this is the weirdest fucking turn of phrase I've ever heard. It's... At the weekend. It would not surprise me to know that that was like some reference to a failed localization in a 30-year-old Pokemon game, but hey, whatever. Right, right. So yeah, it happens at the weekend, um, and it's the 10th annual Pokemon whatever. Mm -hmm. And so his first, the dad is like, yeah, my son's going to try to release R, and then all the Pokemon will go crazy, and then the people of this town will turn against Pokemon and it'll ruin everything I've ever done for, like, amazing uh, human-Pokemon relations. And you have to stop him. Yep. But then, dun-dun-dun! Double-cross! Double-double-cross! Turns out that uh, the Mewtwo mm-hmm. can transfer human souls into Pokemon. into Pokemon bodies. Right. But only if the Pokemon is in, like, a crazed state. Or in a willing state. Or in a willing state. It's got to be at one extreme or the other, which is right. how it worked for the Ryan Reynolds Pokemon earlier. Right, whereas he was willing. But if otherwise, if the Pokemon is just, like, fucking, like, high as shit. <laughs> and so what is it'll be fine and what happened is uh howard who's a you know he's a paraplegic with a lot of medical issues right he wants to be into the muse body yeah and so, so he has this weird like mind control thing right where he's mind controlling the mew mm-hmm. and he's like now i am like in a strong mew body and i can evolve and i'm never gonna die even if i like fight other pokemon like i just faint or whatever Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and it turns out, and so, so he, his plan, his plan, yes, is to make all the Pokemon crazy, mm-hmm. just transfer humans into Pokemon's bodies willy nilly, yeah, pretty much, and this will make both humans and Pokemon's just super happy. <laughs> About what just happened. And very unclear about his entire motive. Like, I get what his body is breaking. his personal motive. His personal motive of moving his body out. I don't understand why he needs to do this for all mankind right. for it to work. So he, he transfers in the, into Mew, heads out the window, triggers all these balloons to release the R gas. Mm-hmm. So the Pokemon are enraging. Meanwhile, Tim is up there and he sees the asshole son is like, wait, this, this, this is all not making sense. Like, I think your dad's the villain uh-huh. and the asshole son doesn't say anything. And he's like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? Right. Turns out the asshole son that we've been watching that hasn't been talking. is a ditto. It's a ditto. Similarly, every time we saw uh, Lucy, the reporter girl, mm-hmm. when she was all in black and wearing sunglasses, mm-hmm. she was, was also, also a ditto. A ditto. So that's why she was kind of weird and not, mm-hmm. you know, consistent behavior or whatever is because... It's because she was a ditto. She was a ditto. And so he's got to fight a ditto, which is a special effects reel. Yeah. No, this movie is special effects, like, kind of mm-hmm. crazy. And then uh, Pikachu, Ryan Reynolds, comes running back in to save the day. Be like, hey, I figured it all out. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm fighting this ditto. He's like, oh, fuck. He's <laughs> like, sounds great. I'm going to go fight Mew. And so, yeah, so there's this huge big fight scene across the Rhyme City and mm-hmm. purple gas everywhere and Pokemon... Right, so the Pikachu is fighting the Mew, and the Mew is like, you could never defeat a Pikachu, and he was like, I wasn't trying to defeat you, I was just trying to distract you for long enough for my human friend to, like, 
pull this uh, thing off your skull so you're no longer controlling. Which he does. <laughs> and he breaks Which the he connection does. between... Which he breaks the connection. Yep. And then the Mew and Pikachu both fall. And they're going to fall to their death. But then the Mew wakes up and uh, pauses Pikachu and like slowly puts him mm-hmm. on the ground. And slowly puts Mew on the ground. And uh, Pikachu's like, so what are we going to do now? And the Mew's like, I'll undo everything. Yep. <laughs> and he's just like... And do sex mechanism. He just undoes everything. Yeah, and that was it. And scene? Uh, no, there's more. There's like a couple little denouements. Yeah, so the Mew is able to separate Pikachu from the dad. Right. Who's alive-ish. Is he though? Like, <laughs> where know. was the body? I don't know. Did he make a new body? Mew's real powerful, I guess. I guess he is. But, I mean, and honestly, he made a body that looks like Ryan Reynolds, he which, did. if I was to create a body for myself, <laughs> I would shoot for Ryan Reynolds. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would have less skinny legs. <laughs> he has some chicken ass chicken legs. Yeah, but you know what? They look good in Deadpool tights. I mean, they, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. But, you know, but he, I... I like I like a little meteor, a meteor thigh. Well, I have my, some good news for you. On my body. On my personal body. <laughs> well, I mean, then you hit, yeah. So I'm good. You're good. good. Um, but there's like this denouement where the kid is going to go, he's at the train station getting ready to head back out of Rhyme City. Right, to go back to his grandma. And you see the Pikachu with the deer stalker and you hear Ryan Reynolds' voice like, all right, kid, looks like it's time to go. Mm-hmm. But then you realize it's actually just Ryan Reynolds next to him talking and the Pikachu is back to just saying Pika Pika. Right. And so there's this whole moment where the kid's about to leave and he ends up throwing the ticket away and hugging his right. dad. And he was and like, can I stay with you? And he was like, sure. Sure. Sure, son. And it's, it's a good little moment. Mm-hmm. And then it's seen, I guess. I don't know. Scene. I think he ends up asking Lucy out, who's the reporter. Yeah, I think so. Oh, for a little bit there, uh, in the middle before before the parade, Lucy's like, we have to tell everybody what we find out. And he's like, yeah, you go do that. <laughs> and she's like, but how am I going to have the breaking news about the person who, like, owns all the news? And since she's, like, the the piece of shit intern, the, the like, reporter hands her her microphone and her uh, like blazer, code. her, like, reporter blazer, and is like, get me a coffee. And she was like, I'm on it. <laughs> and that's how she does it. She and just, she just puts on the blazer and is like, "Hi everybody! Hi everybody! Breaking news! Yeah, I'm such and such from this reporter team. Turns out our our, our mayor and CEO is a douchebag. And right? You're like, oh, Turns out douchebag. Surprising. Surprise. So, what did we learn from this movie other than the uh, inherent evils I mean, of the corporate state? Pokemon's fucked up. It is. Um, divine, denying agency and personality to sentient beings is never cool. No, it's not. It's not. Also, the whole concept of like you're eight, get a rat, and go out to see the world is a little right. off. Right. As far as that goes, there was much less walking in this movie. Yeah. Like, real Pokemon, there's so much walking. <laughs> yeah, it's truth. Just wandering around, wondering mm-hmm. why the fuck you're in this field. 
Right. It's got to right. be something around here. Some ah, another Caterpie. I don't need any more Caterpies. Right. If this was a real Pokemon experience, there'd like, be so many more just like shit Pokemon that don't do anything. The Caterpies and the Pidgeotos or the Pidgeys, I guess, mm-hmm. and the um, oh, what's the the Rattas? Yeah. Like that's all you ever find. That would be ninety percent of everything, but instead it's all mm-hmm. the cool stuff in the background. Right. Right. Also, look, uh, your tongues did, are disgusting. I did ask my kids what Pokemon, if they had to, like, if their soul had to be in a Pokemon, mm. what Pokemon would they be? And my daughter was like, Snorlax. And I was like, see that hand? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I would be a Snorlax. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I could also probably get into something of the, um, like, Squirtle family. Yeah, I like a Squirtle. I do love a bath. Yeah. Like I'm here I'm here for a bath. I am a water sign. Like mm-hmm. I see that. Also, my very favorite Pokemon of all time is Eevee. Because yeah. they're just like full of potential. Mm-hmm. I like Eevees even better than I like like Flareons and like all the shit Eevees can turn into because like Eevees are just like so full of potential. Yes, which is why you came after me because I'm full of, right, potential full of potential that is never fully realized. Right, that's the that's the beauty of it. Once that's you realize you like your me. potential, you lose all. I'm of also your, I'm also a little furry. All of your charm. And um, yeah, I mean, I am basically an Eevee waiting to blossom. It's true. It's true. But just I'm staying like, where I am to make only, you happy. Only just the right circumstances. Um, I don't know. Ryan Reynolds is charming as fuck, and I'll I mean, watch him it, in almost like, anything. Truly, this movie did not get good reviews, but like it was enjoyable. It really like, was. I feel like the internet was a little harsh on this movie. <laughs> it's fine. They're making yeah. a, they they announced they're making a sequel. Oh, but, are they? Yeah, before this hit the theaters, they announced they're making a sequel. They're like, we're making one. We don't care. Yeah, we and don't care. like, we nobody fucking liked this. Don't make a sequel. And they're like, doing it anyway. <laughs> watch this, bitches. We got half a billion we do dollars. What we want. I mean, yeah. Uh, I feel like it was pretty quick. Like, there wasn't a lot of world building. It was just like, this is the world. And you're like, I mean, this world has a lot of existential problems. You're like, this is the world. Yeah, but also, like... <laughs> We're not going to talk about them. <laughs> there have been 30 years worth of Pokemon media. Yes. I feel like if you're if you're coming into the world for the first time here, you have missed... Missed many boats. A lot of missed opportunity to figure out what the fuck is going on yes. in the Pokemon world. Um, yes. So... But it's uh, it's but okay. Until then, we will keep letting our children just, you know, like cockfight their way into glory and fame. Well, also the word, also, also the word, cockfight. Mm-hmm. It's a weird word. I mean, rooster fight is that better? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> Like I Chicken understand. fight has a whole nother like milieu. Yeah, like yeah, shoulder based <laughs> warfare. Yeah, sh- shoulder pools. based warfare in pools. Yeah, um, which I was great at. Yeah. Were you uh were were you the person on the shoulders it does, it or the person Either holding? Either way. So, because you're I short, was usually, so I was usually kind of, the person on the shoulders. Yeah. So you couldn't. Yeah, you'd have to. It, but also, like I was, he- I was surprisingly heavy. And so people would always be like, I can lift you. And I was like, I don't know, buddy. Like, you better be real sure. But then I was real strong. Yeah. Ugh, and I had, down. like, real good, real good uh, balance. Leverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm hard to knock over. I'm like, a, I'm like a wedge robot. Fair enough. I like it. So on that note, anything mm-hmm. else? I don't think so. All right. Well, um... <laughs> 
all of you out there, please parent responsibly please. and stay stay healthy, stay safe, stay yes. home. Yes, please. Like, just... Please stay healthy and safe. And, like, look after your community. Yeah. Get some local food. Yeah, we're all Drink local, together. eat local later when it's safe to do so. Yeah. I mean, we did order pizza today. Mm. And it was mwah, delicious. Great. All right. Well, anyway, on that note, again, just please parent responsibly out there. Please parent responsibly.